Welcome to Trolodron Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey. Episode 15, Questions and Answers. Well, hello and welcome again to another exciting episode of Trollodon Behind the Scenes. I'm Chad Corey, and this is going to be our penultimate chapter in the ongoing second season of the podcast. I hope you've been enjoying it. I wanted to make you aware again, if you haven't been able to uh, be made aware of it, I guess, that you're able to send me emails and commentary at behind, that's B-E-H-I-N-D, at chadcorey.com. That's C-H-A-D-C-O-R-R-I-E.com. And you can share commentary like what you've been getting on the podcast, maybe some things you might want to know more about that I haven't been able to share before, or in particular for this episode is concerned, if you have any questions or things you want to pass on, insight that you want me to kind of share that I haven't been able to do so, like I said, from previous episodes, or just maybe some things that you'd like me to elaborate more upon, or like some further clarification on if it wasn't fully there for you when you last heard it. Uh, Obviously, today we're going to be doing a little bit different what we normally do, so I'd encourage you to check out previous episodes if you're new to this podcast and this episode in particular. Today we're going to transition into Q&A a little bit and see where we go from there. But right before we did, I want to make you aware of the final stop in the Triumph Tour, which is going on the 4th of December. So just uh, well a few days away from when I'm recording this, but it is the last event on the tour and actually the last event for everything Wizard King Trilogy related, at least for this year. And I have been very uh, just blessed and enjoying the whole process. Thank you so much for everyone who's come out and participated. I've really enjoyed it. We have had a fun, fun time. At least I have. I think several of the stores have as well. But the weather's been great. The attendance to the events has been, I think, really good, considering the last few months and and years in particular here with events and social gatherings in general. I have had a, a great time meeting and getting to know some of you a little bit, interacting with you. And I've finally been able to kind of put names to faces or faces to names, shall we say, of fans and people that are actually interested in the series, have been supporting it and buying it. And maybe you guys haven't been really active on the social media side of things or online, but it was fun to meet you in the flesh and kind of get to know a little bit more about exactly who are these people that are picking up these books and buying them in general. So a big thank you to everyone who participated, the staff, the stores, the distributors. We've had some interesting challenges getting books to places sometimes. You've been very amazing and everything has just been great. I'm looking forward to a blowout fun event at uh, the Mall of America on the 12th, excuse me, on the 4th of December. And you can find out more information about that on the website chadcorey.com. There should be a little section there you can click on for some more information if you would like to know more about times and dates and phone numbers and addresses and all the kind of fun stuff you can use to take advantage of that. And let do a little quick little another segue here. I'll let you guys know if you haven't been uh, paying attention online or on social media that Return of the Wizard King, the first book in the Wizard King trilogy, has been sent to a reprint, which is great. And we are looking at getting that out to stores, I think they told me last, sometime around March. Um, The challenge with that now is that if we are not very nearly out, we are very truly out of books. 
in the inventory at this point in time. They had about 220 back orders, which was great. And they only had about 400 books that were remaining that they could kind of scrounge together from what Dark Horse had in their warehouse and what Penguin Random House had in theirs. And that, if you did the math, that basically leaves you about 180 books to be, I guess, divvied out to various people and such. And that isn't a whole lot if you've been following how some of the stuff has been going, at least on my side. So we're hoping that there would be enough in stores presently and there would be enough on hand uh, overall in the next, at least this month, to get us through the Christmas season and then hopefully maybe to kind of get us kind of close to to March. We might kind of run out before then, but I just want to make you aware of that. First of all, thanks. That's you, You've had a big help in making that happen and, and be possible actually picking up books and buying them and supporting them. I appreciate that. But I also wanted to make you aware that this is the first edition and there are some people out there that they, you know, they kind of prefer the first editions for various reasons, especially if they can get them signed. And so this would be your opportunity, maybe your last opportunity this year to pick up a book and secure at least the first printing, first edition of the entire trilogy. So just wanted you to be aware of that. I don't know extensively how everything looks. They don't give me all that secret information all the time. So I don't know whose inventory is, is where at this point in time with the recording. Obviously, it's going to fluctuate as we get into the holidays here and different things going on, events and things like that. So just kind of keep your heads up. I think most of the online retailers should still have some copies they can use. And there'll probably be a few sitting on some shelves in some of your stores near you. But if you see a low inventory or if you see something not appearing there for a while, that's the reason why. It's probably challenging to get a hold of or maybe they don't have enough to send out at this point in time. And so, like I said, if you want to take advantage of that for your own reasons, um, please be aware of that and do so. So with that being said, let's move into some questions and answers. And because the book signing book tour is still very fresh in my mind, I thought I'd take a moment and share some of the questions that I guess were asked or brought up more than once, maybe hoping that this would be something that kind of a, a common interest or a common theme that people might be interested in hearing as well. For all you listeners out there, one of the ones that came up I don't know how often, but pretty frequently at all the events I've done so far, was how long have you been writing? Now, I guess they, it's a two-part question. Some will ask how long have I been writing in general. The second part of that question is how long have you been writing? I guess they're referring to the trilogy, maybe Trollodon-related information in general. The first answer to the first part of that question would be quite a long time, <laughs> um, I'm actually having to think as I'm talking to you here, it's probably going on 25 plus years now that I actually probably longer than that, maybe closer almost to 30, that I've been writing in general. Actually, it is about 30 now. Wow. I got my start back when I was about 12 years old. I've been writing basically pretty consistently ever since then, and it's been writing on notebooks because I didn't have access to a computer for a while. Then it was writing on the computer, which I've done uh, ever since. But it's been writing short stories, comic books, graphic novels, just a whole host of different things, different genres, trying to find something that I thought, you know, I would enjoy writing, doing, so on and so forth. And that has brought me up to where I am today. As far as writing in general, like Trollodron stuff, that has probably been not as long as 30 years 
have been uh, in, in the entirety, but I, it's probably a safe estimation to guess about, oh, maybe up to 20 years I've been doing stuff in Trilodron. That, for those who might not be familiar, you can go back to a, a three-part podcast series that I did on this particular podcast talking about the genesis of Trilodron. So I won't get into all the details on that, but it's been probably at least... Oh yeah, probably at least 20 years since I've been uh, writing stuff on that. The Wizard King trilogy itself, in its current form, hasn't really existed for about maybe mm, maybe seven years. Ten on the outset of a very rough version, but the current version that we have now has probably been within the last oh, four or five years in its uh, entirety. And much of that was spent trying to get a publisher lined up to take it on and then doing the editing process in between there. So that hopefully answers that part of the question. Another question or commentary that I've gotten over the several visits, I guess you can say book signings, have been people asking to some extent, you know, is there more information about the world setting or people interested in learning or hearing that there is more information about the world setting they can get access to. And for those who don't know, I don't know if I've plugged it enough, maybe I have, but there is a website just for the the world setting of Trollodron called Trollodron.com, believe it or not. That's T-R-A-L-O-D-R-E-N.com. And there is a, I call it ever-expanding collection of information that's put on there. Why is it ever-expanding? Well, basically because my plan, my desire, my goal is to update it at least once a month with some type of new information or expand some things that are on there in general to keep it kind of fresh, innovative as far as information being shared and let people have a means and an access to continue to grow and, and learn more about the, the world setting in general. Besides that, of course, there's these podcasts which you're listening to. If you're not familiar with the second podcast I do, it's called Trollodon Legends and Lore. And like this one, which is Trollodon Behind the Scenes, it is available just about anywhere you can find podcasts. So, you know, Apple, Google, Stitcher, I mean, even Amazon now has it on there as well. So you have access to that and uh, hopefully can enjoy that if that's something that's of interest to you. Getting back to the website, if you like history, there is a nice section on there, uh, kind of a concise version of the history of Trilodron. So you might be able to enjoy that and check that out as far as learning more about the background of why everything is the way it is in the Wizard King trilogy. It might add some more depth and enjoyment to the series uh, even before or after you've read the series. Another kind of commentary or question, I'm going to paraphrase this a little bit and kind of tweak it around just a teeny bit, but basically people were asking or some questions have come up uh, to some extent. I'm going to kind of combine a couple different things into one uh, commentary here is to one hand you have people asking kind of what what this stuff is about what the settings about as far as like a theme or a, a genre or a flavor of fantasy if you will and the other hand you have people asking you know what's next what's what else can I get into with this with this world setting because some people have actually read the books already which was great to see you guys like I said earlier and uh, sign books and talk to you a little bit that was fun now they're looking for something else they want to get into or check out or, or be made aware of. So first part of that uh, question, or I guess commentary, is the flavor of the Wizard King trilogy is more or less fantasy action adventure. And that was done purposely because I thought it'd be fun to do 
like I said, a fantasy action adventure that was just a fun escapist fantasy. It seemed the most intelligent way to introduce people to the world setting as far as it was, you know, get people in there. There's an overarching adventure people can get plugged into and you have an opportunity to basically explore large swaths of the the world setting, the planet, the cosmos, basically, with book three. And that would be a wonderful vehicle and a means to, to do so. So that's why we have that flavor for the Wizard King trilogy. Now, are there other things coming out? Yes, and I will be talking about that more. I think I did in the previous episode. If you haven't had a chance to look at that, do please check that out and uh, take advantage of that. I won't repeat all that again here. But there are different aspects of the world setting that I'd like to explore, showcase, and get people introduced to that might not necessarily be a good fit, shall we say, for a long-form fiction or for an ongoing series. So this might be short stories, or there could be graphic novel elements, or comic book series, or audio first things, or uh, role-playing game kind of thing. There's a whole bunch of different channels and mediums that can be used to tell the story and tell more of the story of this world setting and the different time periods, histories, and what have you. So there is a plan, there is a direction on that. Like I said, I shared part of that in the last episode. I will be sharing more of that in the future. Obviously, as we change over to the new year, there'll be a bunch more things I can hopefully share more openly with you guys about what's going on and how to how we'll be moving forward on that. But that's to answer the second part of the question, yes. So some of that stuff, it's not necessarily going to be epic fantasy type of stuff. It might be more like small-scale comedic elements in it or a slight horror tint or just more episodic but mini episodic if that if that's even possible just different different flavors different uh, aspects it's still all going to be fantasy it's just not necessarily going to be all the same flavor of fantasy all the time if that makes sense another question that i get again i'm paraphrasing a little bit but it's kind of a common theme at least mentioned in several of the signings that I've been at thus far, is the commentary on the covers. Uh, the question, obviously, tied into that is who did the covers or who does the covers, because um, many people have expressed their appreciation for them, which I, I join them in that. I think they've turned out rather well. Um, the gentleman in question who performed the artwork, or provided the artwork, excuse me, for them, is named Michael Micah Epstein, and he has done, I think he continues to still do some Magic the Gathering cards. He does some artwork for various other publishers as well, both indie and, and larger known publishers. Uh, primarily, he stays within the realm of fantasy, as far as I can tell. I haven't always checked at every single thing he's done recently, but last I checked, he still kind of stays within the fantasy framework of things, whether that's you know fantasy realism versus you know classic fantasy, whatever, what have you, that's kind of where he gravitates toward. I think he's done a very good job with these covers. Uh, how his process worked, if you're ever interested in that, you can go to the Dark Horse website. That's Dark Horse, you know, D-A-R-K-H-O-R-S-E dot com, and you should be able to type in my name or Micah's name and find an interview that they did with Micah. I think I think we did two interviews on there in which we talk about the process of designing the cover. In particular, the first cover for book one, Return of the Wizard King, he shares the thought process of what went into making it in general. So if you're curious to see how that was undertaken, in fact, you should be able to find a link if you go to my website, chadcorey.com, 
go under the Return of the Wizard King page, there is a section on the bottom portion of the page that has a bunch of different media listings where all the book information was listed when it's come out and since then. So it's interviews, uh, podcasts, whatever. There's a bunch of links that take you to a bunch of places where you can find it and, and get access that way. That might be the easiest way. Go to my website and find it that way. But he goes into the process and explains what he did to make the artwork in general. So if that's of an interest to you, I would encourage you to check that out. And that is, I think, all the questions I'm going to tackle for this particular podcast. I just didn't want to get too deep into so many things. I didn't want to get long. I got, didn't want to get super long-winded on some other <laughs> other answers here. I kind of maybe did a little bit in some ways. But I wanted to kind of wrap things up, though, with this particular podcast with a question of my own for you guys. For those of you who have read the Wizard King trilogy now, I think it's pretty safe to say by this time you've read at least book one. Many of you have who've listened to it or will be shortly, um, or maybe even book two or maybe even book three now at this point. But I was curious to see who is your favorite or maybe favorites, more than one character in the story. Was there someone that stood out to you in particular? Was there a certain scene or a character, uh, you know, even a minor character, that you thought was really fun or you really enjoyed in some way, shape, or form. Just kind of curious to see who people are connecting to and maybe if you're able to share why they, you like that person or what they, how they stood out, what, what was nice about them. That would be helpful to me. Um, I'm just learning more about trying to connect with uh, understanding the demographics of things here, and that's helpful from a lot of different standpoints. Obviously, from a marketing standpoint, though, you know, most importantly is to see kind of what's connecting with people and to see who who these you know who's getting what out of the book and kind of learn how to better appropriate that in the future and make sure people that if that's who really likes the book make sure they are getting access to it and I know that it exists in that uh, quadrant shall we say of the population so that would be helpful to know plus it's just kind of curious as a writer is always kind of curious to see what's connecting with people and and for what reasons like I said so if you're able to share that answer back with me in addition to any other commentary or questions you may have at behind at chadcory.com that would be greatly appreciated otherwise I think that is it for this particular episode thank you for hanging around checking it out I do appreciate that Next episode, I'm going to go into more of behind the scenes of what went into writing Triumph of the Wizard King. I figure by December, end of the year, we should be pretty safe in assuming people have access to the book by then and will be able to read it. And I should be able to have some fun sharing that information with people as well without being too concerned with sharing too many spoilers in the process. Otherwise, have a great rest of your, I guess... December. Merry Christmas if, if we don't touch base again before then. Hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving as well. And we will see you next month for the last episode in this season and year. Thanks for listening. This podcast is copyright Chad Corey. All rights reserved.